All right. Well, today is Dalit Shvat, and we are beginning Chapter 17 of Tanya. And in Chapter 17, we are actually going back to the starting point of Tanya, which we are going to do several times in Tanya, meaning the opening premise, the statement of purpose of Tanya is to explain a pasuk. To explain how it's possible, that means the thing is very near to you, in your mouth and in your heart to do it. Very accessible, very easy, very close to serve Hashem perfectly with your machshava deeper in Misa. And when we were introduced to that thought in the Shabbat of Tanya, we said, huh? It does not seem very easy to be perfect. It actually seems impossible. Now, in chapter 17, we are completing the Derach Arucha, the long road of Tanya, in the Shablat. We were told that we will explain this Pasuk two ways, in a long way and in a short way. The long road, we said then, is chapters 1 through 17. So now we're at the finish line of the long road of Tanya. And therefore, since ends and beginnings are joined, we're going back to our initial premise, how is it and we're going to analyze it based on where we're now holding. Meaning, we've already answered that question because we've already said means it's accessible. It's doable. And it is doable if you learn and contemplate and meditate and create a true intellectual love and fear of Hashem. That love and fear will be the catalyst of your perfect service doing all the right and keeping away from all the wrong in your action, in your speech, even in your thoughts. But after we gave that answer, we kept talking. Because we realized that not all men and women are created equal. And not all of us have the ability to learn that amount, to contemplate, to meditate, to have the time, to have the understanding, to have the depth of focus. So what about the rest of us? So that's what we're discussing in Chapter 17. Yesterday, we did chapter 16. And in chapter 16, we gave a solution for the Benoni who doesn't really feel emotions because of the intellectual source of his soul. And that solution was called Tevuna. And I said yesterday, in answering a question at the end, that that's going to be a major player in chapter 17 as well, as we will now see. So we opened up chapter 17 by re-looking at this verse and saying, we still have a lot of questions on it. And the Rebbe raises three while putting in parentheses that, by the way, don't think, well, this isn't really applicable, this isn't like a mitzvah, this is something I should tell the Yudin in the mitzvah a long time ago. The Rebbe says, no, the Torah is eternal. If Moshe Rabbeinu, 3,320-some years ago, told this to the Jews, it's equally applicable today. Today, it is also karov me'oid, very close, to serve Hashem with your mouth, with your heart, and with your actions. So why are we still challenged by this? So the Rebbe raises, first of all, it's a huge job. Because to truly serve Hashem this way, we have to transform our inner feelings. Our heart naturally desires physicality. If I really am supposed to be loving Hashem, I have to transform the desires of my heart from gosh, Mr. Ruchnius. That does not sound very curved, let alone curved mode. Second point, in the Gemara, in discussing fear, and fear is easier than love, the Gemara says, 
is fearing Hashem such a small thing? So in the times of the Gemara, by people far holier than us, to a generation far holier than us, they said, is fearing Hashem such a small thing? And we want love as well as fear. So how is this curve, let alone the old? And to make it seem not only difficult but impossible, we know Chachamim say that only tzaddikim have complete control of their hearts. Tzaddikim dafka, exclusively, not the rest of us. So it seems impossible. But obviously, this is the mandate of this whole Sefer. So it's possible and doable and what we're supposed to be doing. So how do we do this? So the Rebbe says here, if you look at the wording of the Pasuk, the wording is a little strange and very precise. Because it says, This thing is this thing, meaning serving Hashem completely, meaning all of Torah Mitzvah is very close to you. In your mouth, and in your heart, to do it. If you were grading the sentence for structure, you would say, no, does not make the grade. Why not? Because we're talking about three parallel garments of soul, thought, speech, and action. For, so first of all, usually we say thought, speech, action. Or you might say action, speech, thought. So here somehow the order got messed up because we have speech and thought and then action. So that's out of order. We never start with speech. You start with thought, you can start with action. You never start with speech. So why is it written in the wrong order? And even more obviously, if it's three parallel garments, they should be written the same way. If I would say this in English, in your mouth, and in your heart, and in your action. But that's not what the Pasuk says. It says, In your mouth and in your heart, to do it. As if implying that to do it is different than the mouth and the heart. And it is. Now, we will discuss this later in Tanya. We come back to this in chapter 35 which, of course, now we're going at a daily pace. So that's exactly Dalit Adrashani. So a mere two months away, we're going to come back to this Pasuk and this oddness of the syntax, and we'll explain it again on a different level. But for this level, chapter 17, the Rebbe says it's written this way because La'asoso is modifying the Vavcha. Revolcha means in your heart. Your heart means to have an emotion. But what type of an emotion do I need to be completely perfect? Abenoni? Revolcha la'asoso. I need enough emotion to get me to do. There are many levels of intensity of emotion far higher. But that's not my issue. It'd be nice. When I become a tzaddik, it'll be amazing. By Mashiach, we'll all enjoy intense levels of love of Hashem. But at this moment, to fulfill my mandate, enough love to give you to do what you need to do in this world. How much love is that? Oh, that's called Tavuna. Tavuna is not really ranking in the love. We said yesterday Tavuna is a compulsion of the mind and in the recesses of the heart. But in terms of enough of a force to get you to do, Tavuna's great. She does it. Oh, so all I need to do is Tavuna, which seemed relatively doable last chapter. Exactly. 
last chapter, we developed Tzuna as a concept for those that are deficient in feeling emotions. So if someone who's deficient in feeling emotions can create Tzuna, surely all the rest of us can as well. Because we're not deficient. We can be very emotional. So now, let's take our minds and think the five thoughts we discussed yesterday. Think of the enormous greatness of Hashem. Think of how it's so appropriate for everything in creation to cling to Him and how especially appropriate it is for me to cling to Him. And if I'm not, my Hashem is like an aguna in my body. And how can I cling to Hashem who's beyond me? I can hug Him very strongly through Tyre and Mitzvahs. And therefore, I must. I must hug Hashem as tight as I can through all of Tyre and Mitzvahs. Those are the thoughts of Tuna. Those are very doable thoughts. So by thinking them and thinking them and thinking them, we create a need in our mind and in the recesses of our heart to do what Hashem wants, to do all of Torah mitzvahs, to give away of everything that we shouldn't be doing and to do everything we should be doing. And this is Tavuna and this is the Vav Chala Asoso. So what do I need to do this? I need a mind. I need a mind in my head and my mind I have the ability to control. My heart, you need to be attached to control. But my mind, I can control. And if I fill my mind with these thoughts, I will create Tavuna. And if I create Tavuna, I will be doing, speaking, and thinking what Hashem wants. And that's my purpose in this world. We might want to strive to higher levels of divine ecstasy, but my purpose is to serve Hashem. And this is my fulfillment through Tavuna of serving Hashem completely and of actualizing this pasuk. It is Karo to do this. That is today's Tanya. Any questions, please unmute yourself, star six. Okay. We I look forward to everyone having a wonderful Shabbos. A Shabbos that prepares us for Yud Shabbos, so it's a very big Shabbos. And in Ritz Hashem, we'll continue Matzah Shabbos.